you're listening to The Tech Box. Welcome everybody to episode 10 of The Tech Box. I am David Rich and of course I'm always joined by Mr. Richard Yates. Hello Richard. Good evening Dave, good evening everybody. And we're backed up this evening by the one, the only, James Honeyball. Good evening. How is everybody? Very good, thank you, James. I'm getting very flamboyant with these intros. So, uh, yeah, you'll have to rein me in at some point. Could be arranged, couldn't it? <laughs> La- head, up, head, up, head up north and lasso you to a pole or something. Yeah. It's too cold up north. How is everyone? Everyone okay? It's cold here as well. <laughs> Yeah, be interesting gadget week. So yeah, a few things good. to talk about. So that'll be good. And um, yeah, awesome. looking forward to it. Okay, do we have any feedback, James, Richard, on the last show? I wasn't here. My apologies to the listenership there. Uh, duty calls. Um, yeah, we had lo- I'd, I had several messages saying, "Where's Dave?" Really? No, he yeah. didn't. No, he didn't. <laughs> I was going to say, no, no one ever notices that I'm not here. Oh, I bet you fell for it, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I don't know. I, for for a second there, I felt good about myself, and then yeah, you pulled yeah. me back down. So uh, <laughs> yeah. no. Yeah, I had a couple of a couple of comments, but no, no, nothing terribly much that we won't be covering anyway. So uh, yeah, but uh, there you go. Then you can hold the ship, the pair of you, just as well. <laughs> that, with that, that James would be lost. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got the captain back now, so yeah. we just need uh, Ooh, a little bit of guidance. Tough shoes, tough shoes. Um, okay, so. I want to talk about a few things. Uh, James, you want to talk about a few things. And, of course, Richard, you've got plenty, as always. Um, I never got a chance to join in the iPhone ten discussion. James, uh, are we going to gang up on Richard on this one? Absolutely, yeah. So you heard my verdict last week, which was pretty much all positive. I've got a couple of additional observations, but basically speaking, I'm 99% positive. So over to you. What's your uh, verdict? I love it. As the marketing says, it's the best iPhone ever made. Um, again, I, I love the screen. I've been using some other phones uh, over the last couple of weeks, uh, Android phones. And again, it's probably not anything to do with Android. But when you quickly switch from one to an, to the back to the 10, so any phone back to the iPhone 10, you immediately recognize that my that is a nice screen yeah as, as, as the iphone 10 less person in this podcast i assume you did get an iphone 10 dave oh yes yes what, definitely. what did you yeah. what did you get in the end 256 black oh, oh matte black. black you, you yeah. went the uh, you went the whole hog then well yeah i i looked at the white one and well i don't know i i like i like the black i, I don't really want to stray from uh from the black because i have all the ones i've had before have been very safe. I think I had one white iPhone 5 once upon a time um, when I thought that all Apple products should be white. But then I quickly changed my mind due to scratches and things like that. So, uh, yeah, no. I, I'm normally black all the way, but the white just looks so good for the iPhone 10. you still got that black front and then the bright steel rim around the side and then the sort of futuristic off-white black uh, white glass at the back it's just it just looks so nice and and if everyone knows that tim cook has a white iphone 10 as well so does he it must be the phone of choice i'm waiting waiting for the red one after christmas (laughs) well that will definitely be coming the one interesting thing that you said there uh dave was around uh 
how pretty the screen is because it is super pretty, but I find it's there's you can you could look at it and say it's you know as big as a iPhone plus screen in the size of a normal iPhone, but I actually don't think of it like that. I kind of think of it a bit like a screen that's not too much bigger than the iPhone screen, but because you just get all of that screen real estate, it just looks so much more attractive. So it's not like the additional screen is giving a huge amount of utility. It just makes it so much of a pleasure to use. That's kind of how I see it. Yeah, I've I've come from the plus, and I'm guessing you did as well, James. Yeah, and you you are you're right. To me, I I don't notice that the screen's not there unless I look for it. But yet, I'm not. I'm I'm very I'm very aware as someone who likes watching video on my iPhone, YouTube, etc. I'm very aware that it's not much bigger than the standard one because obviously everything just renders itself to the size of the old one unless you stretch it. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm very aware, but it doesn't really bother me a lot, and I thought it would bother me a lot more. I, I, that's the reason I went to the plus was because I had the six S, the ordinary size, and I thought, you know, this is not, this isn't big enough for me. And I, I've been more than happy for the for the last year with the seven plus. So I thought, yeah, okay, I may be upset here, but it's bothered me not a great deal at all. The notch bothers me not. The it's it's just a lovely screen. That's that's all I can say. Um, my only criticism, or it's probably not a criticism, is True Tone. I find yeah. it very odd. I, I'm probably, un- well, not unique. We know there's others like me, but I I like it on full brightness as well. Yeah, and, uh, I've got you've got Kevritis. I've got Kevritis. Yep. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah. I always run it. I, I like it on full brightness. And what I've found is the True Tone. It. I don't know. It it always looks a bit yellow. Maybe that's just the yeah. lighting that I'm in. But have you heard my um, True Tone theory? Go ahead. No, I haven't. Which is, if you were using True Tone on your very first ever device and you just always had True Tone, I think that you would grow to appreciate it and mm. love it and it would just be great because you were always looking at something which generally looked white. But I think that because, you know, People of our age have, and most people, to be fair, have had 20 years of LCD screens giving us a very fixed white point, quite blue. Our eyes kind of automatically do a little bit of adjusting. So, yes, I like it to go a little bit yellower at night just to sort of take the edge off. But generally speaking, when I'm walking in between lighting conditions, my eyes are kind of taking account of that. And no other big screen that we use, okay, unless you've got an iPhone, uh, an iPad Pro lying around, does this kind of adjustment. Mm. So I think it's just that we're naturally quite good at automatically compensating for that. And therefore, when we have a phone that it compensates for the lighting conditions, it kind of clashes with our expectations of it. So I don't like it massively, but I've left it on for the time being. I turned it off and I'm even finding I'm turning night shift off now because because the OLED screen is so nice. Yeah. And I want to appreciate those colours. Yeah. I find what am I doing with this night shift on? It's just making everything yellow. Um, the HDR display, uh, James, have you actually viewed any HDR content on there? Because Netflix um, has the odd HDR content. and I've, I've been playing about with that, having a look. So I watched a video that was from the, that I'd already bought from iTunes that was supposed to, it was Ghost in the Shell. 
right. with Scarlett Johansson. That's supposed to be HDR. Uh, it looked incredible just because you're watching uh, a video on a high-density modern OLED. Uh, whether I could notice that it was HDR, it'd be a bit trickier, I think. Well, I, I played the same video on a 7 Plus, and I played them next to each other, and there was a noticeable difference, but you're right, you wouldn't notice that difference if you just had one or the other. But it, mm. it, it is there, and, it, and things do look brighter. They look, they look nice. I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful screen. I mean, I was looking, um, going through some photos on just using the Google Photos app, and every single photo just was so perfectly presented. Do you know what I mean? It was just mm. like the colours were just right. It had just the right amount of kind of glow and saturation. Uh, nothing looked unnatural. It's just fantastic. I'll, I'll play devil's, devil's advocate here to include Richard because Richard sat there thinking, what are you guys on about? I, <laughs> I've had Android devices for the last year, two years with beautiful OLED screens. And Well, uh, well yeah, I mean, that's true. A, a Note 8, it's a stunning screen. Yeah, and, and, I, and I don't doubt it is, but <clears throat> I've been using predominantly iPhones for the last probably three or four years. So I, I do notice it. Don't get me wrong. I pick up Samsungs and I, I, I pick up them, but I'm never continuously using them for a great deal of time. But I always mm. find the Samsungs really nice because I, I like that saturated look on the on the OLED panels. Yeah, um, yeah. And I've got that now on the, on the iPhone. Like I said, I've been switching backwards and forwards between a few uh, other devices at work this last week. And you pick up the iPhone, you actually go, yeah, that, actually that is a really nice screen. I think it's really interesting that all, all you guys raving about the uh, the iPhone X have finally come to the conclusion that the Nokia N9 was the pinnacle of design. <laughs> Cause, Pretty because, much. Because the interface is so like the Nokia N9, it isn't true. I mean, it just makes you want to weep, really, what, what could have been. But, I mean, I, I went into a shop and had a play with one, and, and yeah, it's a lovely phone, but... I, I, I can't put my finger on it. It just didn't sort of leap out the shelf and say, buy me. I mean, even if I could have got got my hands on one, I suspect I probably would have done by now. But I don't really feel a great urge to get one either. And, and, and I can't really put my finger on what it is. There's it, just something about it that I think to myself, yeah, it's nice. Is there any reason really to change from where I'm at? No. Um, do I really see any big pluses? I, I, I watch next to no video on a phone, so that, that's completely mm. lost to me. I'm not, not into that sort of stuff very much at all. I don't do gaming either. What does this thing offer me? Well, it offers me the chance to break an even more expensive phone very easily. <laughs> no, that's being a bit cynical. It's a lovely-looking phone, but but at the moment I don't feel any great urge to to change what I've got. If if in, in March or April time they bring out a, an iPhone SE replacement with the... With this sort of format and face ID and whatever, um, I think I probably will beat my beat my way through the crowds to the door because I think actually that would be quite a good a good sort of uh, companion device to the to the eight plus that I've got is a bit of a bit of both because I, I actually still get quite a lot of use out of the SE when I go for a walk or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's the one that I take with me, um, and yeah, it's nice. But so to listen so. on the SE because we we touched on the. Uh... Sex uh, last yeah, yeah. Uh, podcast. What design have you got in mind for that? Because uh, I, yeah, because I'm imagining some Frankenstein monster here, Richard. No, 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 no. Because no, it couldn't no. really be. It couldn't really be a just a, just a, small a mini, X. could it? An X mini. Just, yeah, of course it could. Why couldn't it be? Because the uh, the notch would be like 
fifty percent of the screen. But the we? notch doesn't. The notch doesn't <laughs> have to be. As, we all know the notch doesn't have to be as big as it is. The notch is a design feature, isn't it? Yeah. So I think you'd. I think you'd would have if you take the uh, size of the notch and just make it the top of the phone, a la uh, the Note Eight. Yeah. And then exactly. then you then you had the sixteen by nine same. Screen same resolution, just a, yeah. li- a tiny bit bigger. Of the it's SE. the sixteen nine. That's the thing, isn't it? That, that, that yeah, you'd, that they'd have to make a decision about because if they don't, you're going to end up with an SE that's quite a lot taller than the current one. And 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 then, well, I, don't know. I mean, they could do it. They they've certainly got the resources to do it, haven't they? So, um, you know, yeah, they could definitely do that. I just, I just think because I agree with you, it would be fantastic. But I just in my head, I kind of I don't think they can just shrink it down. They would probably have to do it with a um, a normal screen in terms of square corners and no notch, and yeah, quite possibly, yeah. And bolt the notch how, on, you mean? Yeah, just put it up the top, and just how how that would look. I it, bet you it was in the design labs well over twelve months ago. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, didn't yeah. they say that there, this was like two years out or something that this mm. had been? Well, um, what was I going to say? Design interface wise, James. Um, how are you getting on with that? Are you are you enjoying that? Are you finding it tricky? Control center is my biggest bugbear because I've got the lights. I I, I swipe up control center all the time. Yeah. And obviously now I'm going back to home. So yeah, the yeah the control center is quite uh, quite difficult to um, get. It's basically you have to grab it with two hands and swipe from the top right. I know you can do the reachability, flip down and then down again, but that's a little Awkward. bit of an Ill- inelegant manoeuvre, isn't it? Yeah, it doesn't trigger uh, every time, neither. I find. No, exactly, yeah. So th- the only thing that I'm finding is that I'm swiping up on all my other phones. So uh, <laughs> if I want to go back to home, I'm swiping up, I'm not pressing a button. Apart from that, I, I'm, I'm transitioning in and out of it quite easily. Uh, apart that is from your Nokia N9. <laughs> well, the swipe gestures are slightly different, so yeah, they yeah, are. That's they? The but, but they're remarkably similar in in feel, aren't they? The, the, yeah. The feel, I, th- I mean, I, I thought to myself, I get used to this in about two minutes flat because the, the, the sort of swiping thing brought back so many happy memories. Of the N nine. Yeah. I, I am incidentally going for a podcast with a record number of references to the, to the Nokia N nine, <laughs> and, and, and this might well be the one. Um, but no, I mean, particularly that that sort of swipe up gesture for this and swipe that that way. It, it, yeah, it, it really does. I mean, yes, it's different. Yes, it's, of course, technologically a massive advance over the N9, but the feel is very, very similar. Yeah. And, and actually, I, I rejoice about that. It's but just if you- that... You know, now I, I, this is this is this is week two of the persuade Richard to talk himself yeah. into buying an iPhone ten, isn't it? And it, it feels like it. you've got me excited about the interface. Now I'll go back to sleep. Con- content wise, okay. So we we mentioned you mentioned the sixteen by nine sort of issue. I've noticed today though, when I was watching a bit of YouTube, that some people are starting to film in eighteen by nine, so it's automatically filling that screen now. Oh dear. Yes, it's going to come creep upon us all. It's going to creep. And then so there'll I be think, no reason not to get one, Richard. Thank you, Dave. <laughs> it does it does annoy me a little bit when I've got an app that hasn't been um updated for oh, yeah. the screen because it just uh it you know, you go back to that sixteen by nine and it's just got the black borders top and bottom and it's just a little bit boring. Yeah. And it's just quite nice when it fills the screen. It's it's nothing much more than that. It has got to be said that apps are being updated at a phenomenal rate, which considering I still don't think the new app store works as well as the old one is, I mean, sometimes it's so painfully slow updating things, isn't it? 
It's mm. the future, though, Richard. That's why you know Apple have done it now, so therefore. Yeah. And I also yeah. don't like the fact they don't tell you how big the updates are because it used to be sort of, sort of you know you're out and about you think well okay I'll update that or I'm staying away I'll leave that once I get home whereas now it's sort of take it or leave it here's your update do you want it sort of thing. Yeah, um, but, but it does seem very slow. Are you using a case, James? Because well, I'm using the Apple Silicon, the product red one, so I, I ah, like the product red ones. So I yes. always use them. But I do feel I could actually use this, and I do use it around the house, not in a case, because yeah. compared to the Plus, which was huge, but also a bar of soap, this is, yeah. quite frankly, easy. Yeah. No, when, when I had it that first weekend and I was just... Uh, uh, you know, not taking it outside a lot and just walking around the house. That was the, uh, that was very much the honeymoon period. You know, I didn't leave the house yeah. with my uh, iPhone 10, holding it tightly. Reverence. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And it's, it, that definitely has a fantastic feel in the hand, doesn't it? It's really, oh, really nice. It's nice. Uh, it's just got a really reassuring weight and it's got that cold stainless steel. I'd love to um, just have uh, Apple Care Plus and risk the drops and use it naked but i just think to myself the the hassle of and the disappointment of damaging it versus just slipping on a a five pound tpu case from amazon with a glass screen protector it doesn't take away so much you still get a lot of the um pleasure from it so that's that's the route i've gone at the moment cheap case and a a rather nice actually glass um screen protector on it so i was rocking a screen protector uh so i i i shot myself in the foot james richard it was i put a screen protector on it was perfect i didn't literally shoot myself in the foot but i put a screen protector on it was perfect then the next, then a couple of days later, I noticed a bit of fluff. So I thought, do you know what? I'm going to try and get that. Then I messed the corner up and I thought, okay, I'll order a new one. So I ordered a new one and I put that on. But then I looked at it and I thought, hmm, this is actually. So anyway, I ended up slapping the screen protector by accident, cutting my hand. And at that point, I just noticed loads of little fine scratches on the screen anyway. I mean, we're talking intense surgical light here. Uh, yeah. and, I th- and I thought... You know what, what? What? What are you trying to do, Dave? Because every other iPhone I've ever had has had a plastic screen protector on in the case. Now, arguably, the plastic screen protector isn't going to stop it from breaking. So the glass was a step up for me. But then I thought, you know, this is going to go to the wife after the year, and the first thing she will do: take the screen protector off, scratch it up, and then break it. And I, and I just thought, you know what, what? What? You're stressing yourself out here, Dave. Just try and be a normal human being about it. Mm. And uh, I actually feel quite quite good. I'm, You know, on the Apple sort of get well plan, <laughs> I feel a little bit better about myself. Okay, I've got something to um, feed Make- any potential paranoia. Okay. So the, the, I, I have one aspect of this phone which I think is imperfect. Go so ahead. What I, what I want you to do, how easy is it to take your phone out of the uh, case now? Oh, it's a piece of cake. I literally okay. now, now I, you know, me and this phone, it doesn't get wiped down. It's it's a tool now. I'm, okay. I'm at that stage. You've transitioned. That's good. Yeah. So rub your finger round the rim where the glass hits the stainless steel. Am I going to have um, to mark this podcast as explicit? Am I? I guess, yeah. this, is, this is starting, starting to sound a bit like feel, feel your iPhone. <laughs> tell me minutes. if you feel. Uh, 
any abnormalities as you go past the antenna lines and um, whether you can feel the kind of plastic gasket between the screen and the uh, steel. Okay, so I, I want the listeners to play along at home. Obviously, this is an interactive yeah. podcast. I can't, no, they, they feel flush. The only thing I can feel is where the screen meets the side of the body. Um, yeah. That's the only thing I can feel. And, and is that... And, that's marginal. Does that have any? Does that have any lips? Uh, like in any one corner? Is it? Is the rim protruding any more mm, than any no, other corner? No, but I have got loads of little micro fine scratches on my screen. If, that, mm. if you know, if we're feeding paranoia. Um, yeah. I, my, again, I said to you, didn't I, Richard? I, when I was doing the whole screen thing, these phones, yeah, they are amazing technical tools, but they have been to put together on a production line in China by someone yeah. who cares very little about them compared to how we do. Mm. Um, so th- I think we're going to probably expect loads of differences in each and every one, so probably yeah. not best not to get overly hung up on about it. Uh, see, that's the rehab talking. Yeah, that's good. You've, you've, you're a changed man, absolutely yeah. fine. So on mine, there's just, there's just a slight, um, yeah, there's slight uh, lip on a couple of the uh, antenna bands and it just uh, stops it being a hundred percent smooth all around the outside. Now the fact it's going to be in a case for two years kind of means that I shouldn't worry about it, but it is kind of nagging at me. I was going to say those are the weakest point on the phone anyway, James. So if it's going to break, they're going to snap. So I wouldn't worry about them being (laughs) slightly raised. Have you you seen the, uh, the whole, uh, you know, the, what's he called? Jerry rig everything where he tries to, break the phones and things like that. I normally watch that, but I haven't seen him um, break the iPhone 10 on that antenna mark. Does he yeah, do it? Yeah, when he's, when he's flexing it, they, it, actually those are the weak point because you've, right. got the, you've got the metal or stainless steel joined by plastic. So that's where the weak joint is. Right. So that's where, the, that's where they would go if you were to, if you were to break them. As, as, a, as an aside, I do wish YouTube would demonetize all of those. We'll smash up your new iPhone or whatever things so people get hits. Because, because yeah, he's the likes of Gavin doing all the, all this hard work on his videos, and he gets demonetized. And then morons come out, buy a thousand yeah. pound phone, and smash it to bits when there's a, a whole list of people who'd like them. I, I, it's that, terrible. That, right? There's that. Um, have you seen the chat that Tech Rex channel? Tech Rex. He his whole channel is around finding unique ways to destroy iPhones, the latest iPhones, and he must have something like two or three million subscribers, and each video probably pays for about five or six. But he, he literally like will get a brick and surround that brick in iPhone tens and drop it and say, "Will these iPhones protect the brick?" You, you know things like that. But well, but it soon uh, stop him, wouldn't it? If he was getting nothing out of Google. Well, exactly, exactly, and and that's and those are actually paying for those iPhones. It amazes me how he how he manages to get them so quickly. Mm. But so it's a rant for another podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, my overall summary, James, is I, I am really smitten. I, I said this yeah. about the, about the seven plus. It's 128 gig, my seven plus, and I said quite literally, it does absolutely everything I want, and I can't imagine a situation why I wouldn't want it and it, where it would let me down. And okay, I've upgraded, but that's just the tech nerd in me. And again. I've got 256 gigabytes with some amazing hardware and it's it's just stunning the level of tech that they're bringing out at the moment and I know mm. 
Android, and I know everyone's done it all before, um, but I'm an iOS user, and it's my only way of getting iOS, so... Um, hang on, hang on, hang on. It's not your only way of getting iOS. That's okay. a ridiculous justification. You could get a, a £399 SE or something. You don't no, have to no, spend £1,400 quid on one or whatever it is with, with Apple. <laughs> I get that. How's, how's your 8 Plus, Richard? My 8 Plus is fine. I mean, but again, you know, it's cheaper, cheaper than, than, than buying a 10. Um, but it's, I say it's fine, except for it's developed a very, very, very annoying new habit. And, and, and this is something I would desperately like some help with. Um, this has started in the last two or three days. I mean, I've been using iPhones in my car for years, and, I, and, and I'm not silly about it. I've got a completely hands-free car kit. You know, you, you press a button on the steering wheel. That's your last physical interaction with anything. You tell it what you want to do. It goes away and, and makes the call. And um, about three days ago, I was trying to ring home to say, yeah, I've arrived where I'm going. And, and it went something like this. Um, I go, call home. It goes, calling home. Fired about a second or so later by, uh-oh, I can't make your call. So you go, why can't you make my call? <laughs> uh, and, and, it, and, it's, and it comes back with, first attempt, it comes back with a load of existential crap. You know, why is, why is a, a very, very difficult word to define, Richard? Hey, in what way do you mean, <laughs> why can't I make your call? Are you and driving then, and, night rider, are you? Yes. Oh, God alone knows. And, then, and then, <laughs> then, then when you say, no, tell me why you can't make the call, it goes, here are some answers I found for you on the web. By this point, of course, you're, you're positively seething, and the urge to pick the phone up is quite high, but, but I resist it. So, <laughs> so you hang up. And, and, and th- that was annoying enough, but the bit that is really annoying is that about a minute later, I thought, well, maybe that was just a glitch. I'll try it again. You know, press the button, call home. Calling home. Richard, I told you I couldn't make that call. Hangs no. up. Yeah, yeah. And I was sitting there thinking, you, you're so I'm actually being told by off a, by my own phone, yeah. And and the thing that is absolutely driving me nuts is I've been through all of the settings. I mean, Nick, Nick Robinson was kind of sent me another thing I could try today about checking that voice voice um, control is enabled while locked. It is. Siri is set okay. Driving mode is set to manual, so it shouldn't be coming on. But it, it pretty plainly what's happening is that driving mode is kicking in, even though I've told it not to. Um, and... I mean, when it said to me, you know, in this exasperated voice, Richard, I told you you couldn't call home. It was all I could do not to open the window and chuck the iPhone out of the, out of the car. <laughs> I was thinking, this is not what I want in a phone, a phone that tells me off for nagging it, you know. So, That's incredible. It, ah, it's not. It's it's definitely not very helpful at all. And, and I, I've been through all the settings. I must have spent an hour and a half going through settings. Could this possibly have a bearing on it? No, no way, you know. Um, but it, it just basically will not let me make a call. And the thing that's really frustrating is it's, it goes, calling home. Uh-oh, I told you I couldn't make that call. What? It's <laughs> just has, it, has it lost signal? Has it lost no, signal? No, 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 no. no. It was, sh- it was showing, showing a decent signal at the time. Um, and, and I'm sure it is to do with driving mode because I got home, and certainly if you press the home button, um, Siri's quite happy to make a phone call. But while I was driving, and this has now happened on three occasions, it comes up with this, I'm not able to make your call, and then it won't tell you why. You know, Have you tried it-, it when the car is stationary? Yes. Um, what did but, you say then? Uh, exactly the same until you've been stationary for four or five minutes. Is it so something? It, it must to, be the driving mode. Uh, is it clashing personalities with your inbuilt car kit? Or? No. Well, well, if if it is, I've been using using iPhones in the same car kit for the last nearly two years. In fact, I've been using this one for two months. It's just started in the last three days, and and I have no idea why. And of course, the other thing about it is, it's really fiddly to try and correct because you know you you. 
obviously if you're on a motorway you're not going to pull onto the hard shoulder because your phone won't let you make a, a call out but but you get to somewhere and you go for the settings you think well maybe it's that the only way to test it is to get back in the car and drive around for a minute or two so it activates and then can't make the call and and if you don't drive for a long enough distance it'll make the call anyway because the driving mode hasn't kicked in so you, you're none the wiser you then go on the next decent length trip and it, and it goes i told you i couldn't make that call ah so richard have you tried your se no, I think that'd be a good idea, wouldn't it? I mind you, I think the SE has also got driving mode, hasn't it? It has, but it's on the charger. I think Let's it sounds it like your sounds like your eight plus has got itself into a state essentially where it's <laughs> displaying a bug. Yeah. Uh, and if you can validate it's calling okay from your SE, then it looks like a full reset of the eight is in order. Yeah, it does sound good. Sound. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this has got the same settings on the SE. Do, uh, do not disturb while driving. Activate manually. Well, that's obviously what you want because then you're not going to set it up accidentally. Is 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 when you set it to manual? Is that totally off? Is there not an off? There isn't an off. No, the the options are um, they are automatically or when connected to car Bluetooth or manually. I mean, like, yeah, manually. I mean, that, that's an interesting one. You're not allowed to make a phone call when you're connected to the car Bluetooth. I suppose the answer is you might connect to the car Bluetooth to play music, which I do fairly often. But uh, it's not as if I want to make lots and lots of phone calls. But it's it's uh, an it's. I, I like it's the idea one. of driving mode. I can see why they're doing it and where they're coming from. However, in reality, it's people use their phones connected to a car kit. That there's no situation where yeah. they they're, they're not going to. Stop it making text messages. Yeah, I'm all in favour of that. But, but being being unable to ring home or whatever and say, you know, I've got where I'm going. Put the tea in. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> Have uh, you added the button into Control Centre? Um, I, I hadn't, but I've now tried it. But the, but the trouble is in Control Centre, the button says it's not switched on. It's not activated. And, and that's the really odd thing. It tells me it isn't activated, but it plainly is. And and this is Siri that's giving you this. because I I... I I agree with you about Siri's cheek, we'll call it, because I kept asking Siri to do something, and I'm sure it's been able to do it before, and it just keeps saying, I can't do that. And then mm. I asked it about ten times, and it probably found about ten different ways of telling me to rod off. Yeah, um, yeah. When it started getting all sort of quoting philosophers at me as to why it couldn't make a call, uh, uh, that that certainly didn't improve my concentration on the road. <laughs> I was just thinking, ah, stupid thing. But I, I just cannot find the setting that's responsible for this. I've tried rebooting the phone. Um, Take it you tried a hard reset and, you know... No, I haven't tried a hard reset because it's such a pain, but it, it, it could well come to that, couldn't so it? So the, not the full reset, but just the hard version of the... Uh, reset, which I, I, well, I suppose on the iPhone eight plus, it's home button and down. Is it? You hold that down and it does a full reboot. Let's try it. home button and down. It, it's like that. Book just keep, keep it held down until the um, Apple symbol comes up. Uh, well, that seems to have activated Siri. It says, "Go ahead, I'm listening." Why are you so useless? <laughs> if you keep holding it down, to which the response is, "I try to be good, Richard." Well, you failed. I think it must be the up. Well, it's not. It doesn't seem to be the down button. Let's try again. I think. I think it's up. I think it's up. Is it up? Okay. All that's doing is activating a Siri. Or is, is it something actually, else? Is, is it actually? Is it just the? Um, actually, it's the sleep wake button plus the home button, isn't it? It's one. It's one hey, of the Richard. Oh right. No, it's, so that's shouting at me. So which one is it? The. Ho- uh, I think it might be the sleep wake button and the home yeah. button because you've got an eight, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. 
this is another thing that they've ruined is all the key shortcuts. Yes, they're all changing, aren't they? Yeah. It, it now appears to be doing Beatles lyrics at me. It's going, yeah, yeah. Can you now please we do in Biggles Wade exactly what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Why is it coming with Biggles Wade? <laughs> Stupid Siri. Do, do you remember in the group the other week when I was talking about my bug in my phone where I had 70 gigabytes taken up by system? Yeah. And yeah. it was just growing by about two gigabytes per day. That was crazy. Crazy. I, I managed to get that sorted, but again, a full reset and setup of the phone again as new. The, the, the full reset and setup of the phone as new It's one of those ones. But I mean, for example, I've got a couple of banking apps on there that are a real ball ache to set yeah, up. You know, yeah. Yeah. Ring the, we have to ring them up every time and set it all up. Uh, yeah, I'll do it if, if the worst comes to the worst. Uh, or, or I might do what I've been doing for the last 24 hours and using the U11 in the car instead because I don't need any of that nonsense with that. But <laughs> yeah, ah, it's just so irritating. So, yeah. if anybody knows how to fix my damn iPhone without having to wipe it and start again, please tell me. Buy a 10. Buy a 10. I That's hear probably it. your easiest route. To there are yeah. 1,200 and whatever it is reasons why I might be a bit reluctant to do that. I, I think Siri's a bit nicer on the 10, though. Yeah, she I certainly doesn't give that cheat, does she? You know, well, definitely not. You know, she she recognises the cost that you've you've invested into the handset, so she she I think, wouldn't dare speak to you. Like I think that. what you've I think what you uncovered there, anyway, Richard, is a really good example of why Siri shouldn't uh, exist. Yeah. <laughs> well, why yeah, she well. shouldn't? Why that there shouldn't be any personality uh, put into Siri? Because it, it, I've never been happy or impressed that it's. Um, you know, provided some sass or joke or sarcasm in the no. discourse. Do you know what I mean? A- am I the only person who, who, who is unhappy to hear that OK Google is going to be replaced by Hey Google? It's, it's yeah, a little it, bit worrying, isn't it? I mean, the, the way the way that I was brought up is that is that in British English, saying "Hey" to somebody is not necessarily very polite, is it? Really? If you um, had a if you had an assistant that gave you that sort of cheek that Siri does, you would fire her or him. Wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Be be uh, be be grounds for months spent on washing up. You know, sort of <laughs> the the wife would never str- dream of speaking that's, like that's that. A, <laughs> hey Siri. I'm not. Oh, oh. Siri. Hey Siri, I don't understand. Oh, she's now answering herself. Oh, stupid thing. Uh, it used to be great when it first came out, didn't it? But I think it actually got worse. It, so Let's it, try this one. What's that silly oh, female? Uh, yeah, there. Sorry, Richard. I can't do that. How you're not you... listening to the music app. No, correct. I'm not listening to the music how, app. How come you've got a female, Siri? Can you change that? Because mine's That's the default, male. isn't it? No, no, the default one's male. Yeah. Is the default one male or the default yeah. one female? I can't remember. Yeah, I, I yeah. thought you had to be in American region to have the female. No, you can download your own woman. Really? If you, yeah, if you go into settings, Siri, Siri voice... You've got a choice of American, Australian, or British, male or female. So you just oh. say, about to change this, and it, and it and it then goes and downloads this lady whose res- immediate response to being downloaded. Now, now I come to think about this, I think I downloaded her about the same time that bloody thing stopped making phone calls. But, but, but is, yeah, isn't isn't that the US dialect though, the, the lady? It does ring a bell that gents, they've now gents, got hold, both hold, hold on just a available. Hold, hold on just a second, and I'll demonstrate this. Hey Siri, can you say something nice for Dave, please? Who? Me? Yeah, she's not very good, is it, really? Yeah, because my, my, my male version doesn't give me that sort of cheek, so have they added different personalities? Well, per- I, th- I think this one's just decided, you know, she's obviously in a strop with me or something. But um, Try changing no. it back. I'd try that. 
Yeah, well, just I can't as really a try pro- driving mode whilst we're talking, but yeah, I'm sure I can change it back. Absolutely sure. Yeah, for the next um, one, because, this is a point of reference. Because you just go in, you just go. Siri, your virtual assistant. There you go. Oh, he now says downloading, downloading the male voice, which is odd because it had it before. Yeah, my. This Siri voice will take effect when downloaded. Here are the Siri voice settings. Oh God, here we go. Sorry, guys, it just seems to have set itself off altogether. I'm going to stick it over there in the corner and, and sulk about it. I think you'll definitely um, get to the bottom of it, even if it means doing a full reset, because it's definitely, it sounds like it's just got itself into a uh, erroneous state. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I'm very sorely tempted to set all, set all these voice assistants against themselves, because it'd be quite amusing when it asking getting Siri to attack a, a, you know, Alexa and Cortana and whatever. And I think we've got Bixby in here somewhere. So, to Naples. Oh my First God! First register no. in your Alexa. App. Oh dear. Oh, there oh dear. You are now. <laughs> well, <we'll> leave, <laughs> That's not good, is it? <laughs> we'll leave Richard with his multiple of. Uh, uh, the androids are attacking me. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, I'm, I'm just moving on in the show notes here. So I'll just sum up my iPhone experience uh, ten as it's amazing i'll just tell everyone how amazing it is uh, every opportunity um before we move on james did you have any you said you had a few criticisms of those have we covered those or well I, it was only that one particular issue that's bugging me which is the slight imperfection around the fit and finish of the steel band and the antennas and where the screen is obviously resting on top of it so um i don't know whether that's going to be enough for me to try and swap it out with another one but um you that's the only area exactly the worst one though don't you? i know Something that, else. that's the thing the screen on this one <clears throat> is a really nice screen and that's what i don't want to put at risk by swapping it so uh yeah i will have to see how it goes i might just be tempted to go into the apple store and do a little bit of a survey by um yeah. feeling the rim of all the devices <laughs> in there <laughs> Oh, this is getting worse, just worse and worse. You know, you sp- I mean, let's just ask the other question. Do you really think it's acceptable for Apple to sell something for 1,200 quid that isn't perfect? But it's made in China, isn't it? So? so? I don't think it's, I don't think it's a matter of where, where it's I, made, I, but I think no, that yeah, the, I, the, the tolerance is... Is is tiny, but it is something. Do you know what I mean? That's, it's like... Well, Dave, the, the, you, you clearly don't find it very tolerable, do you, this tolerance? No, no, okay, so... No. I, I've, uh, nothing to do with China, I... It's got absolutely nothing to do with where it's made, but these are mass-produced on a production line at such a scale that there's going to be imperfections in them. And I I get that it's £1,200, it's it's a lot of money, but you get it with cars, you get it with everything. There's there's slight minute differences in the way you manufacture because these things are just churned out. And I know we like to think that these are bespoke products made for us, but... In reality, they are throwing these out at such a rate that it might just be that that particular tool that made that particular part, you know, had done maybe ten thousand and needed changing, and yours was, you know, the last one off. Yeah, the, I mean, this is the... a good this is a good point. But if we remember the as a good example, if everyone can picture the iPhone 5s and SE and even the fours. Uh, each of those uh, designs, remember where the steel band or the um, metal band on the five uh, has the inbuilt antennas. There was never any lip or protrudence uh, on that design. I never, oh, well, I certainly never experienced that. But they've never, have we ever had a stainless steel iPhone exterior bonded to a plastic antenna line? No. 
So it's I, I, I exactly get what you're saying. It's a lot of money, and it needs to be it needs to be right. And if it is wrong, then I'm definitely all in favour. Just swap it out. This is the first iteration of this design, and they probably will realise that actually it isn't the best way of doing it. And by the time we get to whatever they're going to call it, they'll have refined it. You know, like the keyboards on the MacBooks, they're slowly getting there with every sort of year. Um, I don't know. Do your survey, James, I, I say. Yeah. Do, do well, I, I, I think that's right. Is there any way you'll put your mind at rest, isn't it, is to go and see if any of there's any better or anything, yeah. you know. You know, yeah. what, what, the, what the other aspects of it are and whether you... Yeah, I mean, I went okay. through three iPad Pros and the one that I've got now is is the least worst, but the screen is still slightly less bright along the edge of the, the button, you know, the home button, than it is at the top, which when you put it into landscape is a, is a tiny bit off-putting, but it's the best of three and I couldn't keep changing it. Do you know, it's interesting, in the last 12 months or so, I've come to realise that not having great eyes and not having great hearing is actually a blessing. It saved me a fortune in headphones, and I can't <laughs> see all these imperfections that, that everybody's always complaining about on half of the screen. So ah, but what happened last week? Uh, last week, yes. Ah. Last week wasn't quite so good, was it? Because I got a Pixel C last week, and I thought to myself, well, I really like this uh, this piece of kit, very impressive. And I was using it, and I thought, what's that mark on the screen? And and then. Um, you know, have a closer look. Oh, look. That's not a mark on the screen. That's a mark in the screen. And Richard's laser eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> suddenly, your eyes suddenly sprang to life. Yeah, and they saw a also... screen in perfection. Like no, the Matrix. Quite... I've never used yeah, these before. It, yeah, but to be fair, it's quite a big screen in perfection. I mean, it's a bit like <laughs> saying sawing off the bottom inch and a half off a pencil and sticking that in the screen. It was. It was basically. It was a little patch that. that depending on the angle you had the screen, it looked either darker or much brighter than the rest of the screen. And I thought, well, no, I'm not living with that. Mm. So I got, I got onto Google on Sunday morning um, and, and basically said, well, I want to do an exchange. No problem at all. We'll send you a link, click on the link, and the exchange will all be set up. Now, the only problem with that was that when the link came through, they wanted me to, um, to block £469 on my credit card. So I said, well, why is this? Because you sold me this for £299. Oh, the link we've sent you is for two hundred and ninety nine. Anyway, this this went on and backwards and forwards for nearly an hour, um, and they kept sending me links to do this exchange, but but it never actually came to anything because every link had got this this higher value, even though they swore blind it wasn't going to. So in the end, I bought a second one, and they authorised a return on the first one because if it was going to be blocked out anyway, I couldn't see any great great you know, difference in in actually. Uh, paying twice and to be fair that was sunday lunchtime it arrived at five to eight on monday morning so they they did it thereafter do their best to, to replace it very quickly yeah. and and i gotta say i'm really impressed i'm really very very impressed um uh, and even managed to find with a bit of help from gavin um an app which will allow me to print over usb albeit painfully slowly and every single page you have to tell it that you don't want letter paper you want a4 but it does print to a laser printer which seamless seamless uh, yeah but but from my point of view a lot of the time when i'm out and about i don't actually need a big laptop there are some things that i need a big laptop for this is about the same size if you remember it as the um scion 7 although it's appreciably thinner uh, and i use that as a sort of main work and out and about laptop for Good couple of years. I mean, I had the money back on that several times over. So, so I got, I got the, uh, I got the Pixel C. I got the keyboard, which is a superb keyboard, um, and clips on really nicely with the magnets. Uh, I mean, you, you, you really wouldn't know it wasn't physically joined. 
And, and I'm really impressed. Now the question is, is it going to replace my iPad? I don't know. I, I've I've realised in the last week or two that little by little I've acquired a, a new addiction, which is which is a bit unfortunate because phones are bad, but laptops are worse. <laughs> so so I've got this Pixel C. Um, I've also got. Um, Sorry about the noises. I bang the, the microphone cable. It's the stacks also, of laptops he's wading yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I've got a Lenovo Yoga book, the one with the uh, sort of um, haptic feedback keyboard, which which is surprisingly good actually. The keyboard does take a little bit of getting used to, but but I've got to a point now I can type quite quickly with it. Um, and I've got a Dell Latitude and a couple of iPads. And before you know where you are, I'm I'm sort of getting totally into tablets, aren't I? Which I'm sure it's an addiction that needs treating. Well, I think that tablets are a, 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 a you know a really compelling device. They're often yeah. a, a little bit cheaper than phones, especially at the, in the top end. Oh, gotcha. And you know they're they're good because you can have multiple ones around the house, and you're not having to keep putting your SIM in it and all the rest of it. So you just grab it and have a play with it. And yeah, I I love tablets. I mean, my, my, my Dell Latitude has got a SIM slot, so, you know, it, it, and, and would be cheaper than your iPhone, although not so convenient to hold to your ear, I must admit. I um, had a chance to play with a iPad Pro keyboard for the first time, shockingly. Um, I think it was well, the Apple one. The, yeah, and I tell you what, that's surprisingly good. It's it's probably a lot better than some of the keyboards they're chucking on the MacBooks at the moment. I I, th- I think it's a horrible keyboard. Do you? Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's even in the same league as Logitech's iPad keyboards. Really, Logitech's keyboards to me are as good as a, good as a proper keyboard. They really are, and and mm. the ones that, that come as a case, they the Create ones, they're the ones that I've I've, I've used. They really are superb. Whereas that that Apple thing feels very squidgy. Can, not, not proper keys, are they? Can I uh, quickly chip in about my Apple Hold experience? So you mentioning about Google holding the four hundred sixty nine pounds mm. or whatever. Well. I had an issue with the USB-C cable, charge cable on my MacBook, mm. and um, it didn't feel as secure as it should. So anyway, spoke to Apple Care, quite happy. Yep, we'll replace that for you. Accessories are covered under Apple Care. However, it is, we will have to give you place a £40 something non-return fee hold. But I'm, I, I, to my response was, but it's a £19 product. <laughs> oh no no no! We have to, we have to put a hold for forty pounds, and it's like, I could just go and buy one for nineteen pounds. Why don't you put a hold for nineteen pounds? No no no! It's just a standard. It's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. It's a bit annoying. Forty yeah, pounds. Silly. It, it makes no sense, and and there was what no actually, reasoning. What, what are you actually sending about the the the, the, the double ended USB C cable that comes with the charge cable? Yeah, pretty much. Um, so literally, they'll send me one out, and then I'd send that back. But they want to hold forty pounds. Um, yeah, that's too much. I could just walk and buy one for nineteen pounds if it didn't make it difference. Send it back, or you know, it's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, well, but for that matter, you'd think they'd authorize you to go into a store, and yeah. give you some sort of number, and say, "Here's the old cable. Give me a new one." Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, silly. There, there wasn't much flexibility. The, the guy tried to keep explaining it to me uh, about ten different ways. Oh, isn't that annoying when they get on I a said, script and they yeah, won't change? I yeah. don't. I don't have a problem with the concept. I know what you're saying. I disagree with it. <laughs> That's the issue. You don't have to explain it again in a different way. I, I understand no. what you're saying. I speak, common, they speak the language, but <laughs> yeah, but common sense would dictate that forty pounds for a nineteen pounds item is a bit ridiculous. So uh, yeah. I don't know. We live and we learn. 
But the Pixel C, is that any good, Richard? Because I yeah. wasn't even aware it existed until uh, you started mentioning it, and I, and I had well, a yeah. look. And uh, It's pretty old pretty old tech now as well. Yeah, well, it's going cheap, isn't it? Uh, $299? Yeah, yeah. $299. Is um, it a fire sale, like the Kindles? Uh, uh, so I the Fire phones or whatever? end-of-line sale, isn't no, it? I, really? I think it's end-of-line, yeah. It's not yeah. so much a fire sale because it's not really a a going concern. They're just clearing out these stocks as they wind it down. Which right. I'm sure is how come I got one with a dodgy screen. It probably been sat in a warehouse for some some age and nobody looks at it. Yeah. Um, it's a really nice piece of kit. The screen's very nice. The keyboard is superb. I really like the keyboard and and you know you know it it really asks to be to be used. The battery actually seems to be improving after a day or two. I, I was saying same when I go to James. The battery didn't seem to last very well, but I think with hindsight, it had just been so cold for so long. It probably was. You know, it's taking some time creaking into life, but the battery's doing a lot better now. Uh, and when it arrives, it was a little bit frustrating, perhaps, because it was umpteen updates, but you can't really complain about umpteen updates. I mean, it's now running um, uh, Android or- uh, Oreo on the uh, November security release, um, and it's a, it's a nice piece of kit. It seems to be fast enough for what I want it to do. Um, as I say, I can actually get it to print over a USB cable. And you, you might think, why? Well, some of the places I go don't have Wi-Fi printers. Uh, so I'm, I obviously need some sort of cable, cable printer to, to, to print to. And, and, and that was really one of my big things. Can I use it from a work point of view? Because, uh, you know, it's fine being able to e- email stuff to somebody. And most of the time you can get around that, but, Every so often, you really do need to be able to print something, and, and yeah, lo and behold, I can print print over a USB cable. So, yeah, very happy. It, it, it suffers from the same uh, single USB C in socket, um, but fortunately, I bought um, a, 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 a powered USB C hub about well, six months ago to use with the uh, Dell Latitude. It actually, has got two USB C, so and in the end, it's not as much use as I thought, but but that works perfectly happily with it. Um, so yeah, it's it's good. I'm very happy with it. Do do you find so you you mentioned USB C then I I mentioned to you didn't I earlier in the week James that do you find that different USB cables offer sort of a different sort of you experience so some are yeah. loose some are you know difficult to get in they don't seem standard because I like I said I thought my USB cable is a bit naff. Um, but then if I plug a dongle in, the dongle's perfectly fine. Um, I was just, I'm expecting something like lightning, you know, where I could swing the phone physically round. Yeah. Well, the trouble with USB-C is that, it's that it's got the same problem as all the previous ones, hasn't it? It's got a little bit in the middle that's that's vulnerable to pens and pencils and things going down it. I, I think in that sense, lightning is a, is a superior connector because it's not very easy to damage it accidentally. And, and I, I know I, I originally had... Um, uh, uh, one of the original uh, um, XDA Windows PC phones, uh, and that actually got, something went down the the um, USB socket on that one. I had to send it back to Texas to get the socket replaced. Um, so I think it's not as good a connector as Lightning, but on the other hand, I think I'm right in saying, and I could be corrected on this one, that actually you can do quite a lot more with a USB-C uh, socket than you can with Lightning. Yeah, yeah. You, could do a, you could do a lot more with it, and also the delicate electronics are placed into the um, plug end rather than the socket end. So the thing that's most likely to fail is the cable rather than the plug. Whereas on the lightning, the, uh, the, the plug itself is um, the more hardy component and the actual innards are more uh, susceptible. So 
USB-C has swapped that round and made it um, a little better. It's a, it's not as consistent in terms of a, a lightning cable is fairly consistent on the feel as it goes yeah. in and out. Whereas on the USB-C, I do find that uh, uh, different cables and different devices will give me a different feel. And sometimes I panic that I've shoved the uh, connector in and it's not given me the right feedback and I kind of worry that I've as you say Richard I've sort of um inserted it to one side of the uh, bar inside or something like that and I kind of gingerly take it out realize actually I'd plugged it in absolutely fine and put it back in again so yeah it's not not as satisfying I wouldn't have said as um lightning but uh, probably on average better than uh, micro usb brilliant so we're nearing the end, gentlemen, but I want your bit of advice just before we sort of wrap things up. So my wife currently has an iPhone 6S. Um, it's suffering, you know, that battery issue where it gets down to something like 10 or 15% and just decides it, that's it. It wants to turn itself off. Um, it, it decides to tell you, actually, we've got no charge. But as soon as you plug it back into the charger, it boots back up and it's 20%. Um, I've had that replaced several... I've had iPhone 6s is replaced because of that issue a couple of times. My issue now is that the wife has cracked the screen because that's what she does. You know, it's it's a hobby. It's because she hasn't got a screen protector on it. <laughs> she hasn't got a screen protector because she took it off. It was on. It was immaculate. But if I ring up Apple, and don't get me wrong, I'm not after something for nothing here. I'm I'm after a phone which won't die on her at 20% and leave her out unable to make calls and me to get hold of her and her to get hold of people if she needs to would they replace that under the battery issue because we usually do the the repair over postal repair or would they turn around and say once i've sent it in to be replaced actually you've got a cracked screen but that's not the issue no they'll test the battery i I, I had problems with my um seven plus and i went into um the local apple store and they had um, uh, a particular program on uh, they were running the diagnostic tests that were checking each bits of the cell. Uh, it was quite interesting right. watching it. I think it was, I think the cell was in something like eight eight parts, and then there were two or three other bits that were controlling the cell, and they were all sort of you know each each bit was tested, and then it got either a green tick or a red X. Uh, and on the back of that, they actually swapped the phone out because the the battery was faulty in some way that they could tell. So if it, if if they're not going to refuse to replace your battery because you've got a cracked screen, or or, or they're not going to refuse to service the battery because of a cracked screen, okay. Um, the question, I guess, is the age of the phone and whether there's any sort of recall program going. It's so it is out of its one year warranty, but we we realistically we get two years, don't we? Uh, yeah, that's your it, EU rights for the time. If you bought it from Apple, and I believe yeah. I did, I think I did, I think I bought it from Apple. Yeah, James is right. That's the point. You've got to be able to prove where you bought it from. Yeah, I, I think if I remember rightly, I did order it from Apple. So hopefully that second year will be with them. Yeah. Um but. It, Every single iPhone 6S I've had seems to do this thing where it wants to shut down at 15 to 20% and it gradually gets less and less reliable. And you you know there's battery in there, but you can't physically get it to turn back on without plugging a charger in. It's yeah. crazy. And it, I think it's, they've, they've identified this as a fault with the 6S anyway, haven't they? So I don't think you're going to have any problem at all. Right, okay. 
I'll give them a call then because I keep telling the wife, I keep saying, I'll call them. It's, I, I'm pretty sure it's covered. We'll sort it. But I, then I never do. And then we struggle on for a few more more weeks until she's out and about again and, and it's done it at a more inconvenient time where she makes more of a, a thing about it. I, so, I'd get a I'd get a genius bar appointment and, and get them to have a proper look at it. I mean, yeah. with, with, with mine, they, they were very thorough, um, checked it all out, no problem, just swapped in. Of course, being, being a 7 plus, it was in warranty, but um, I think you'd find they'd sort it anyhow. They, they do diagnostics over the phone, don't they? Have you, have you had any experience of that? Because when you take out AppleCare, so I, I bought the watch and I bought AppleCare separately, as part of the AppleCare purchase program, they make you click a link, which then runs diagnostics on the watch. Yeah, tell you're them. right. They, they do. Yes, I've had that experience on, on my watch as well, um, but, yeah. but not, not on the phone. They maybe brought that one in later. Oh, right. Okay. Very clever. Very clever. It's been a very Apple-esque episode with my... You know, yeah, but. yeah. considering I was going to talk about the Pixel C at greater length, we just have to put that <laughs> off till next time, aren't we, really? We've got plenty, plenty yeah. in the show notes. Plenty. Loads to talk about. Was there anything you wanted to chip in with, James, before we wrap this up? Or uh, The only other thing that I was going to point out, although I guess it will be, we can talk about it more next time maybe, is some of the Black Friday deals seem to be filtering out. And the one that we spotted today was the... Uh, Galaxy S7 Edge for three hundred and sixty nine pounds, yeah. which I That's thought was price. incredible. A a good price. price, yeah, it's a great price, isn't it? I mean, you know, it, for for a seven edge, it's just a superb price. Great. How, phone. how many has Kev had of those? I, mean, I don't know, but if we tell him about that, he'll probably have another. Crazy. But he seems so, to be seems to be in love with his ten, though, doesn't he? Yeah. As he should be. As he should, should be, be, absolutely. As any <laughs> right-minded person should be, yeah. Well, I'll send the hat round. Now, on the, on, you know, he, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep trying to persuade me. I've not, I've not, I've not suffered for it yet. So we'll, but, we'll see how but, we go. But you will as soon as that availability comes up. I mean, it's two to three weeks now. As soon yeah. as that goes down to a few days, you'll I'm just waiting think- for. The, I'm waiting for the red one, just so you can all go. Oh, we wish we'd write you for the red one. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I'll have had that extra enjoyment, Richard. So. Um, you know, I'll, I'll be happy. Although I do love red. Like I said, I've just got the I've got the red product red case on mine, and I've got the red strap, and I do like red. Big you red fan. See, you, you should see my my lovely HTC U11 in in is it sunset red or whatever it's. Oh, oh. Solar red is it? Solar red, yeah, it's fantastic. You can blind people at fifty paces with it. <laughs> Solar flare. Solar yeah. flare. Marvelous okay. Thing. Right, well, um, one, one one last thing. One okay. last thing. We mustn't we mustn't forget the one last thing. Um, and that's just to remind everybody: if you'd like to donate for Nick Robinson, uh, then his link is PayPal.me/ratcat. Um, I'm sure he'd be grateful for any help that you felt able to give him. And he gives an awful lot to all of us in the PSC forum, and also popping up occasionally to try and help with problems, as he's done with me and this driving mode problem today. Unfortunately, to no avail. So uh, we, we wish Nick well, and um, you know, please dig deep, chaps. And yeah, thank you very much it. for all, all those that have already donated. It's greatly appreciated, in, in, and I know indeed. Rick, uh, I know Nick thanks everyone on uh, on Tech Talk. So thank you very much from us as well. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to wrap it then, gentlemen. If no one's got any objections, no, I think time time to to go until next time. Yep, go for it. Okay, well, uh, thank you all for listening and. Uh, Please get in contact. You'll find us all on Twitter. It's all in the show notes. Um, you've been listening to Richard and of James and uh, my good self. But until next time, uh, you've been listening to The Tape Box. The Tape Box.